Welcome back to The Dirt Show. A lot of developments since our last show. You recall the last show generated a tremendous amount of response. It was about the uh, brigade, the one brigade uh, that is fighting to defend Maripol, which we, we all appreciate. But that one brigade uh, insists on having its soldiers wear a Nazi symbol called the Wolfsangel. Uh, I got a lot of letters about it, and I'll read some of those letters later. But, uh, but now... The shoe is on the other foot. Um, you might argue that that show was critical of some Ukrainians, and it, it was, those who wear Nazi symbols. But this show is going to be very critical of the Russian uh, foreign minister. Trivial pursuit question. How can you have one sentence that will both deeply alienate every Nazi and every Jew? Very simple. Just say, Hitler was partly Jewish. That will, the Nazis will hate that. Oh my God, our Fuhrer was Jewish. Ah, oh, what could be worse? And the, and the Jews, of course, inevitably would say, as I would say, oh my God, you're now accusing a Jew or a partial Jew of killing uh, uh, six million Jews. Well, Foreign Minister uh, Sergei Lebov, uh, Lavrov uh, managed to do that. He's the Foreign Minister. He's supposed to be a diplomat. And he managed to alienate every Nazi in the world and every Jew in the world, every Israeli and every right-thinking person um, by saying the following. Here's what he said. So what if Zelensky is Jewish? He was responding to some Spanish newspaper. said, how can you be, you know, uh, uh, attacking uh, Nazism if the president of Ukraine is, is Jewish? So what if Zelensky is Jewish? The fact does not negate the Nazi elements in Ukraine. Okay, that's, that's, a, that's a fair statement. There are Nazi elements in Ukraine. That's what was my last show was about. But here comes the sentence. I believe that Hitler also had Jewish blood. And then he goes on. Some of the worst anti-Semites are Jews. But <laughs> Hitler had Jewish blood. Uh, you know, maybe he has some facts that I'm not aware of. We know that Hitler's body was actually found by the soldiers in the Soviet Union, and there's a dispute about whether his head was missing or whatever, but, you know, for all we know, the Russians may have done some DNA testing. I have a little secret for you. You can't tell whether somebody's Jewish. Particularly by DNA, you may be able to tell what part of the world they come from, uh, what communities uh, they they belong to geographically, but there's no such thing as Jewish blood. Uh, I know Jews named Johnson and O'Reilly uh, and Cortez, and I know Gentiles named Bernstein and Goldberg. Um, being Jewish is a civilization. It's, it's a matter of culture. Um, it's a religiously based civilization. Uh, many Jews are religious. Many Jews are not religious. Jews are Ashkenazim, who come from Poland and Germany and uh, Lithuania and Ukraine and Jews of Sephardim. They come from Morocco and Libya and Egypt and uh, Iraq and uh, even Iran. Um, <laughs> so how he managed to step into it that way, and of course the Israelis are, 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 are pretty upset. I'll get to that in just a minute, but hey, I now have a, a new sponsor, and I want to tell you about my new sponsor before we get to attacking uh, the foreign minister of, uh, of, of Russia. Uh, so, 
Do you own a small business? Uh, do you need help growing it? Of course, if you own a small business, you need help growing it. Everybody needs help growing their small businesses. So my sponsor is AnthemSoftware.com. It's your one-stop solution. Anthem Software helps small businesses all over America find, serve, and keep more customers profitably by providing world-class CRM software and results-focused marketing services that your business will not only grow, but dominate in the highly competitive modern world. That's AnthemSoftware.com. Every business has a song. I'm not going to sing it. Um, the, let AnthemSoftware.com help you sing yours. Visit AnthemSoftware.com to schedule your free demo of this amazing solution. Okay, so let's get back to uh, Russia. What, what was he thinking? What was he thinking? Why would he alienate uh, so many people with one, with one sentence and, and one, st- one statement? Look, there have been conspiracy theories for years about, oh, Hitler's name was Adolf. Adolf was a common name among some Jews in, in Berlin. The problem, of course, is that uh, Hitler came from Austria. But nonetheless, uh, there were also rumors that he was partly black from Africa. Uh, you know, when you get a person like Hitler, the personification of the greatest evil in the history of the world, you're going to get myths growing up. Uh, around him. Uh, You know, everybody loves to claim good guys and everybody hates to uh, claim bad guys. Or if you don't like somebody, you claim he's part of that uh, bad group. Uh, You know, there are some people who say that Alexander Hamilton had some Jewish heritage. There are people who say that Abraham Lincoln has Jewish heritage. It doesn't matter. What's the difference? What's the difference? Uh, If you live your life as a Jew, you're a Jew. If you uh, maybe, I mean, the only definition of Judaism that could conceivably include Hitler is Hitler's definition, uh, where if you had one grandparent, uh, if you were one-fourth Jewish, whatever that means again, because we don't know what that really means. But if you're one-fourth Jewish, there's a religious definition of Judaism, of course, but that's not what they're talking about. They're talking about racial definitions. Um, and, but Hitler said if you were one-fourth Jewish, you get killed. Uh, so he murdered nuns and priests. He murdered you know, atheists and many Christians and people of every faith. It didn't matter to him what your religion was. That's just transient. But you're born with Jewish blood, and you have racial characteristics. And that's what racism is, uh, is all about. Uh, look, it had the imprimatur of Harvard for many years. Um, uh, a very great scientist who was respected in his day named Agassiz. Uh, Hall at Harvard is named after him. I don't know if it's still named after him. And he, I remember when I visited that hall, because my friend Stephen Jay Gould, who's a professor of anthropology, had an office in that building. And Steve took me around and showed me some of the skeletons that he kept, Agassiz kept, um, in order to show racial characteristics that distinguished. You know, there was a time, particularly in the early 20s, when eugenics and racism, I mean, President Lowell of Harvard proudly calls himself a racialist. He's not a racist. Somehow seems to be a difference in perception if you're a racist or if you're a racialist. 
He was a racialist. He believed that race determined everything, which is why he imposed the quota against Jews and why he wanted only white Anglo-Saxon Protestants at Harvard University, managed almost to succeed in doing that until some alum and faculty uh, rebelled against him and uh, opened the school up just a little bit more, even when I got there in 1964. The number of Jews in positions of high authority were, were minimal. There were no deans, so there had been a president that had been Jewish, and no department chairman, um, and a few professors. Um, I was called the first Jewish Jew on the Harvard faculty. I don't know whether that's true or not, but uh, I wore my Jewishness on my sleeve, as one of my critics uh, uh, said to me. But, you know, Jewishness is not a matter of blood. It's a matter of choice. It's a matter of uh, what you take on for yourself. It's a matter of whether you want to associate yourself with the with the history of, uh, of the Jewish uh, people. But uh, what, <laughs> what this foreign minister said, and it's this racist storm, you can imagine Holocaust survivors um, in, in Israel uh, saying, oh my God, what he's telling us is that my grandfather, my great uncle, my brother was killed by a partial Jew, by Adolf Hitler, who, who had Jewish blood. Now he was just using it to try to make a very bad and dangerous point. He was saying, just because you're Jewish doesn't mean you're really Jewish. Zelensky maybe have Jewish blood like Hitler had Jewish blood. He's not really a Jew. He's more like a Nazi than a Jew. Um, that's basically what the, the foreign minister was saying. And, and, and it's just, it's just outrageous. And, uh, uh you know, Israel was in a tough position in relation to Ukraine. As you know, Israel did join the vote led by the United States to expel a Russia from the Council on Human Rights, the Human Rights Council. Israel voted that way. South Africa didn't. Um, many Muslim countries didn't. Many African countries didn't. Israel did. Israel has been sending an enormous amount of humanitarian aid. But it's been trying to mediate between Russia and Ukraine because Israel's national security depends on maintaining some kind of relationship with Russia. Russia controls the airspace over Syria and uh, Lebanon, and um, the Iranians are constantly trying to fly in weapons, even weapons of potential real mass uh, impact on Israel, uh, and Israel's been shooting them down uh, and destroying uh, these weapon shipments uh, without Russian interference. Uh, and uh, now Israel has really come out even more strongly against Russia than it ever had. Obviously, it's on the side of Ukraine in relation to the humanitarian issues and the war issues. But now it has <laughs> a real enemy in, 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 the, in the foreign minister. And you would think if he had any intelligence, he would apologize and say, look, I misspoke. After all, if you read closely what he said, he said, I believe that Hitler also had Jewish blood. He can say, well, my belief was wrong. I heard about it somewhere. But it was uh, wrong. And then he says, some of the worst anti-Semites are Jews. Look, there are Jewish anti-Semites. There's no doubt about that. There are African-American people who are against black progress, and there are women, women who are against feminism, and there are gays who uh, haven't done enough for gay people. In fact, uh, I live right near the 
what used to be called the 59th Street Bridge. Now it's called, at least at the moment, the Ed Koch Bridge. Ed Koch was a great mayor of New York, uh, highly regarded. And uh, the hard left, AOC and all those characters, want to rename the bridge. Uh, they want to take off um, Ed Koch's name because he, they say, was closet gay. Don't know, don't care. Uh, and that he didn't do enough about the uh, AIDS crisis. Uh, well, if he didn't do enough about the AIDS crisis, it doesn't matter what his own background was. That would be a criticism, not enough to take your name off the bridge, but uh, enough to uh, be critical. People were critical of him even when he was mayor. So, um, you know, these are complicated issues, and uh, the world loves simplicity. Um, uh, as you'll see later when I read from some of my letters. Um, I got so many letters telling me that all the Ukrainians are Nazis, the Russians are the good guys, the Ukrainians are the bad guys. You know, people see things in, in simple black and white terms. Why aren't we capable of saying, look, the Ukrainians, for the most part, have righteousness on their side. The fact that they have a neo-Nazi unit protecting Maripol, that's a, a demerit. Uh, Russia, for the most part, is, is doing wrong, but there are some things about Russia which we can perhaps admire. Um, maybe it's better under Putin than it was under uh, communism, reasonable people can agree or, or disagree. My, my point is only that we need nuance. Uh, stop with this picking sides. I get so much of that. I get one letter, you know, today uh, basically saying, everything I say is wrong, because I voted for, for Biden uh, or for Hillary Clinton. Well, don't like me if I voted for Biden or Hillary Clinton. But you can't say that everything I say is, is wrong. It's the good Scotsman uh, fallacy and philosophy. Either you're a good Scotsman and you eat oatmeal for breakfast, or you're not a good Scotsman if you don't eat oatmeal for breakfast, or maybe it's the opposite. But you can't be a partial Scotsman, and you can't be a partial right wing or partial left wing. You can't have nuance. Nuance is the enemy of extremism. And what we're living through today is an age of extremism. And so it's going to be a lot of difficult for a lot of people to say, wait a minute, Dershowitz, whose side are you on in this war? Last Wednesday, you attacked Ukraine for allowing a battalion of people wearing a Nazi symbol. And today you're attacking Russia for having a foreign minister that claims that Hitler had Jewish blood. They're both wrong. And they're both right about other things. And that's the world we live in. I love America. I love Israel. I love England. I love Canada. I love France. I love Australia. They all are deeply flawed democracies. All have their problems. As I said the other day, and people criticize me for that too, there are no perfect people. Everybody has clay feet. Everybody has things in their closet. Everybody has flaws. Uh, and, and, and those flaws should be exposed. Truthfully, shouldn't be making false accusations as people have about, about me. But, um, but you know, nobody's, nobody's perfect. And I, as I wrote in my book, Letters to a Young Lawyer, don't have heroes. If you have heroes, you're going to be disappointed. As somebody once said, patriotism is the last refuge of fools. Um, 
that's true if you think my country right or wrong. On the other hand, you can love a country as I do and uh, would give my life for my country if, if, if I had to. But one of the reasons I love my country is I can be critical of it. I can say terrible things about my country. For example, the man I voted for, uh, President Biden, has apparently just set up some kind of a stupid disinformation committee or something within the National Homeland Security. What a dumb idea and what an un-American idea that the government is going to sit in judgment over what's true and what's not true. Have you not read the First Amendment? Uh, It was Chief Justice Rehnquist, who I was not a great admirer of generally, who said under the First Amendment there's no such thing as a false idea or a false opinion. And the government is going to set up a commission of big brothers and big sisters going to tell us what's true and what's not true? No, no, no. I'm going to be critical of that, whether it's done by a Democrat or a Republican. It was done by Democrats, and I'm very critical of it. I'm critical of many things that Democrats have done just as I'm critical of many things Republicans have done. I'm also supportive of many things Republicans have done over the years. I admire uh, many Republicans. Can't I have nuance? Am I not allowed to say, no, I'm not choosing. This is not the Red Sox-Yankees, sorry. This is not Celtics-Milwaukee, no, no, no. Uh, I watched the Celtics-Milwaukee game with my son uh, yesterday, a terrible terrible game for the for, for the Celtics. Uh, and I was only rooting for the Celtics. No nuance. I didn't want to see good plays uh, on the other side. I, I'm a rooter. I'm a fan. That's not the way life should operate, where you have to choose and pick between sides and know that the other side is always wrong. And this the side you're on is always, always right which is a good introduction to our uh, letters. Uh, so, I got 2,000 letters. Um, the vast majority of them were about the Nazi symbol that I showed um, um, on, on, on television, this, this yellow symbol, uh, which is worn by neo-Nazis all over the world. There's no, no mistake about it. I would say 90% of the people who commented on that supported Russia and were against Ukraine. What is it about my viewers? I don't even know that that's a right-left issue. Some of the defenses of Russia and the opposition to Ukraine were just so cuckoo, you know, the world order and and you know, just, it's just nutty, nutty, nutty stuff. And hundreds and hundreds of them. Um, I, not going to read those, or but I'll read things a little bit like it. Okay, so remember, we were talking about Nazi symbols. Let's talk symbols and cultural appropriation. The swastika was used for centuries as a Hindu and Buddhist symbol. True. Uh, the Hopi Indians used it as their version of the cross. So you're saying that Hindus, Buddhists, and Hopis are Nazis? Are you really asking me that question? Seriously? Uh, consider that the Nazi flag used red, white, and black. So have many other flags over time. Clearly, Black Bear, the pirate, was a Nazi. Again, what a stupid question. 
Everybody knows that that particular symbol is a Nazi symbol. It wasn't even talking about the swastika. We were talking about the symbol used by the SS, the murderous SS, which was declared at Nuremberg to be a war criminal organization. They used it. Neo-Nazis around the world today in every country use that symbol. We're not talking about Hopi Indians or Hindus or, or, or Buddhists. We're not talking about the symbol itself. We're talking about the people who wear it, knowing that they're wearing it to promote Nazism. So understand context, please, a little bit. Um, not to mention the president of Ukraine brazenly wears a German Nazi cross on his green T-shirt. Show me that. Show me that. I've been watching Zelensky for a long I have not ever seen a German Nazi cross on his green shirt. But, you know, you can make up anything you want. Thank God when you try cases in front of juries, none of this nonsense gets in front of the jury. You have to have something called evidence. Okay, here's another beauty. Some people consider Zionists to be a form of Nazism. Who? Only Nazis and anti-Semites. Um, obviously, Zionism is the national liberation movement of the Jewish uh, uh, people. It was an attempt to try to create a homeland for the Jewish people to prevent a recurrence of Nazism that had occurred because the Jews were a dispossessed people who had been thrown out of their homeland. Zionism was a national liberation movement. Is it a perfect movement? Is any movement uh, ever uh, perfect? Um, but to call Nazism, to call Zionism Nazism is to fall into the trap that the UN fell into. They had to withdraw it. They, they in 1975, voted um, um, that uh, Zionism is a form of racism. You know what Abi even said about that vote? He said, you put anything in front of the General Assembly for a vote if it involves Israel. And I can predict the outcome. He said, if you put before the United Nations General Assembly, the world is flat and Israel flattened it, it will get 132, not 133, not 131, 132 votes. There'll be 37 abstentions, and there'll be 29 negatives. That's the vote on any resolution relating to Israel. And he was 100% right. And then when the United States put pressure on countries and threatened to actually withdraw from the United Nations, ultimately they changed their resolution. So, okay, here's, here's more. I mean, this is just uh, the people who write to me. Good news. The Holocaust murder factory myth, myth, is a big lie. Bad news. We've demonized and punished the nicest people on earth, the Nazis, Goebbels and Goering and, 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 and Hitler and you name it, the nicest people in the world, as if they were genocidal monsters. They were genocidal monsters. And worse, apologies forthcoming any minute now, I'm sure. Not from this person. No apologies. Uh, the Holocaust uh, has been proved by the testimony of the people who perpetrated it. The Germans kept very careful records, their own records. And that's what the trial at Nuremberg was all about, looking at German Nazi records, counting the number of people who were, who were murdered. Um, and then there was a, another letter saying, why do you care? Oh, yeah. 85 million innocent people died in World War II. 
But the other 79 million, putting aside this, 6 million Jews, butchered are not all that important. No, of course they are. Of course they are. But there is a qualitative difference between the Jews and the others who were killed. The Jews were selected for murder just because they were Jews, Jewish babies. They were put in gas chambers. The industrialized murder of Jews, six million of them, uh, many by gas chamber, others by bullets like at Babi Yar. It happened to no other group except the Romani people. Uh, others were killed because they were in the way. Others were killed because there were wars going on. Others were killed in order to take over their land, but no other group was brought in from around the world to be murdered. 25,000 Jews on the island of Rhodes had nothing to do with capitalism or communism. They were tradesmen. They were put on ferries and then on a train brought to Auschwitz and murdered. Yeah, there is a difference between those 6 million and the 79 million others, numbers of 79, but it's, uh, it's close to it. Um, a related question to that is people today have no idea what the anti-Semitism of the past was actually like. People act like only the Nazis were anti-Semites. Well, let me tell you, I experienced it, so, so I know. A uh, little bragging, okay? I was a terrible elementary school student, a terrible high school student, but I was a sensationally good college and law school student. Uh, I was like the number one draft choice. Uh, I was first in my class at Yale Law School. I was editor-in-chief of the Yale Law Journal. I was about to get a coveted uh, Supreme Court clerkship. I had won all kinds of contests. I had published article after article. I was the number one draft choice. When it came to law firms hiring me, if it was the NBA, they would have traded three number three draft choices to get me as the number one draft choice. In fact, every academic institution in the country came after me, Columbia, Yale, Harvard, Stanford, Chicago, Michigan, they all offered me jobs. Wall Street law firms, I couldn't even get an interview. I got one interview, and it turned out the interview was with a closet Jew who purposely interviewed me because he wanted me to know for sure that I wouldn't feel comfortable in that firm. 32 out of 32 Wall Street firms turned me down, even though I was the number one draft choice, because I was Jewish. Um, and you might answer, well, each of those firms had a, a Jew. Yeah, they had a Jew named uh, Morgenthau or a Jew named Lehman from a German-Jewish banking family that could bring business. But a Jew named Dershowitz from Przemysl, Poland, who lived in Borough Park, was not getting an interview. So that was a form of anti-Semitism back in the day. You couldn't get into clubs. Remember Groucho Marx's favorite quip? Um, he took his son swimming in a club in Hollywood, and the, 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 um, he started getting into the pool with his son. And the manager said, oh, excuse me, Mr. Marx, but you can't use the pool in this club. You're Jewish. We are a restricted club. And, and Groucho Marx said, well, can my son go in up to his waist? He's only half Jewish. That was the kind of social anti-Semitism we saw back then. Today it's different. There's no social anti-Semitism. Law firms, universities dominated by, by Jewish lawyers and, and, and other kind of people. But the anti-Semitism is worse, worse than it ever was because today it comes from the future, from academics. Look at the Harvard Crimson wrote an anti-Semitic, an an overtly anti-Semitic. They deny they were anti-Semitic, but it was anti-Semitic. Uh, editorial. 
in which they called for boycotting only the nation state of the Jewish people, not Ukraine, not, I'm sorry, not Russia, not China, not Cuba, not Belarus, only the nation state of the Jewish people, because they say Israelis kill Palestinians. Yeah, they do when the Palestinians are aiming Molotov cocktails at them, and not a word in the editorial about the hundreds of Jewish babies and, and children and women and civilians who have been murdered by Palestinian terrorists. So we still have a new kind of, a new form of anti-Semitism. Uh, it disguises itself as anti-Zionism. It's not an attack on Israeli policies, it's an attack on Israel's very existence, which is what the Harvard Crimson supports, BDS. The founder of BDS, Omar Barghouti, said he wouldn't be satisfied until there's a Palestinian state from the river to the sea, which means from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea, which means all of Israel, Tel Aviv, Haifa, and, you know, you name it, would all become a Palestinian state and there would be no Jews allowed in that state. Um, so that's the, the history of anti-Semitism. Okay, just one or two more before we end for the day. People who claim that the 2000 election was not stolen should be stoned by the public. I would reverse that a little bit and say a lot of the people who think that the 2000 election was stolen probably are stoned. Um, the election was fair. Um, were there problems in the election? Of course there were problems. Uh, Pennsylvania vote should have been reversed. I think they acted unconstitutionally but enough to turn around uh, an 8 million person lead at an electoral college, pretty overwhelming victory. I think uh, you don't have to uh, be stoned to know that the election was fair. At least that's my view. I'm a right, I have a right to express it. I'm defending people who disagree with me. I'm defending people who, uh, one person who went into uh, the January 6th Capitol. I'm defending uh, Mike Lindell and, and others who have a different view from mine. I, my views aren't gospel. Uh, I have my own views. I'm not going to change them, but I'm going to defend the rights of people who express different views. Final question. Mr. Dershowitz, I have to ask, what is your motivation for posting on Rumble? Good question to end with. Rumble's great. Rumble's great. It doesn't censor. I hope it becomes the model for Elon Musk on Twitter. Um, I much prefer to be on a platform in which people have the right to say really stupid things. And believe me, they exercise their right every single day in the comments that I uh, get. I get some very thoughtful comments, too. And I read some of those. Um, mostly I try to read comments I disagree with. I don't want it to become an echo chamber where I just read comments that praise me. There are plenty of those and that uh, agree with my ideas. But I'm always going to focus on comments that disagree with me. Please send me more intelligent comments that disagree with me, I would much prefer to read those. See you tomorrow.